0: Hey, folks and welcome to another episode of the Mountain Bikes Apart podcast. This is a show about everything mountain biking from equipment to trail guides and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, your usual host, uh, joined by Tom Bell. As always, how are you doing Tom?
1: Hi Colin, yeah good thank you. How's things with you?
0: Good thanks, yeah not too bad at all. I feel like we were just saying it feels like a while since we've spoken doesn't it?
1: It does, yeah. It's uh, time flies and uh, yeah, we uh, when we looked when the uh, last episode was recorded, it was a bit of a surprise yeah, that it was yeah, uh, that long ago. Yeah, that so it's it good to be back.
0: So yeah, apologies to everyone that you've been away for a little while, but uh, we're, we're hoping to record a few today and then try and get back into a regular routine. So uh, hopefully you'll see us out at least every couple of weeks for the next few months, but well we've promised that before we'll see what happens <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but good to talk about a few questions today i thought we'd uh, kick off It'd we good to hear what you've been up to in the last month what, uh, what what are we at? are we so right now as we're recording this we're coming towards the end of june is this like Ooh. the height of reason, racing season for you just now
1: it is yeah it's sort of june june july tend to be the most uh, the busiest months and the ones that have those kind of the most sort of uh, high priority races in there yeah. so it is certainly the heart of the season you might say
0: Aye, yeah. So what's been going on since? We spoke at uh, start of May, basically, so that's
1: yeah,
0: nearly a month and a half, actually. What's been going on since then?
1: Yeah, so uh, I've uh, been out to Romania. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the last one that I was yeah, going there. Yeah, um, yeah. Never been never been there before, and uh, so it was quite an interesting experience. <laughs> it's not somewhere that I, I, I think I would have gone, sort of on holiday yeah, or yeah. for... For any other reason so um yeah i've been there twice now actually in the last uh-huh. uh, in the last period since we since we talked and uh just got back actually uh, on on monday this week so uh okay. been so, doing some uh some so, racing out there
0: so what's the biking like in in romania is there is there a lot of waymark trails and stuff What what were you riding on
1: yeah. So the, um, the, the two cross country races that I did out there were obviously kind of just in a small forested area. Uh, you know, they're, they're typically five to six kilometer loops. So you don't need, um, endless amounts of, uh, of trails to sort of host a cross country race. But, um, from what I understand the trails there, you can just ride whatever's there. So there's no, there's not really any access rights other than a yeah, f- yeah. few bits of private land and stuff. So. And um, once, I mean, the cities are pretty hectic. I went to um, a city called Cluj mm-hmm. um, for the first trip, uh, and then a city called Icy for the for the second one. And the, the cities are pretty pretty bustling, a um, bit dangerous. The driving out there is a bit uh, a bit hairy. But yeah. um, once you get out of the cities, it's really uh, it's really just countryside. And um, there's there's loads of loads of trails to explore. Loads yeah, yeah. of uh, loads of different sort of sort of trails over the hills. Um, and then yeah, right. the cross country racing had a good variety of uh, steep climbs and some yeah. sort of uh, technical features that have been purpose built and all that kind of stuff. Did, so. did you
0: get an idea whether there were whether it's the kind of place that's worthwhile like going for a bike and holiday? I mean, are they catering for that now?
1: They seem to be. I mean, they want to definitely from the from the organisers that I spoke to, and the bike shop owners, and some of the local riders. It's definitely a sport that's taken off there. Really, um, I'm not sure how much uh, kind of infrastructure there is there for guided rides, and I guess it might be a bit difficult to uh, to navigate there yeah. at the moment. But yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised in a couple of years if there was some, uh, you know, there was there was more more of a reason to go there, and more sort of um, yeah, like I say, kind of more infrastructure in terms of Uh, helping mountain bikers get on the trails and uh, it it being a sort of destination for for mountain bikers to go to. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's good to know. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. There's a few places uh, in sort of Eastern Europe area that I've heard have been coming up. Like, uh, I mean, uh, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to get it wrong here. Slovenia or Slovakia? Slovenia, I think it is, isn't it? That's now really well known for biking. They've apparently got some great networks of trails over there and I've always meant to get across there because I've never been to... um, uh, to the capital of there too which is really good um which i know can't even remember the name of but yeah it's he,
1: yeah lubliana Ljubljana, that's the, exactly it capital. yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: and i've heard it's really great like really good infrastructure and guiding and all that kind of stuff over there plus a lot of waymark
1: trails too so yeah to it's go a fantastic country. country i went yeah. I, yeah I went over there um a couple of years ago and uh, then we hopped over to Croatia as well so that you can quite easily get to an Austria you know you can quite easily get to a few different countries from yeah, Slovenia yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah really nice just really nice country so cool. uh, that's definitely a good good one Right. so uh, how, how do you do in the races anyway? Uh yeah so I actually got second in the um in the in the cross country so so the first time I went to Romania it was like a double header kind of weekend so there was a cross country race on the Saturday and then a marathon Uh, marathon sort of longer distance race on the Sunday and um, unfortunately on the Sunday there was marshalling issues and they had to cancel all the results which um, (laughs) I went went with our current national marathon champion who was there to kind of get points for the world championship so it was almost a wasted trip for him so and, and a lot of other people were a bit (laughs) <laughs> a bit angry about yeah, that yeah. but the cross-country event on the Saturday which is what I kind of primarily went for went went really well yeah um and yeah I got got second there so Good. that was my yes yeah, so that was my first first sort of international podium which yeah. was which was nice um it was just suited to me basically was the course it was a huge huge climb right off the start and then sort of a traverse your way down back down the hill so it was that was good yeah and then um so how far
0: how far just ask how far were you off first there were you competing for it
1: or was uh uh, yeah i was 20 seconds off uh, first actually so um yeah yeah, it was was close it was um one of the slovakian national team riders so he's ridden in he he rides cyclocross as well as mountain bike and i think he does road as well so he's been to the been to the world championships in each of those disciplines so Mm. he's um yeah he was uh, a, a good standard rider for sure yeah, yeah for sure
0: great stuff um just out of interest what <laughs> you say marshalling issues what was it something ridiculous or was it what do you know what it was yeah. that actually caused that cancellation
1: yeah it was um they the marshals sent a a group behind us so mm. there was sort of a lead group off the front um the weather the weather was really bad that day and right the the mud over there is just like clay it just sticks to your wheel sticks to the bike and yeah. basically stops the wheels turning around unless you sort of grab all the mud from the wheels and unpack it all so right. uh, about 10 minutes into the race everyone just jumped off the bike and we just all stood there trying to get them working again yeah but at that at that point a kind of lead group went off the front and then um there was kind of us in a sort of chasing group and then the group behind us got the, the marshal sent them the wrong way on the course so they actually oh, missed yeah. missed three or four miles um and when we got to the end the group behind us had already arrived so yeah uh they they then because it was so muddy all the numbers were kind of covered so they couldn't unpick uh they yeah. couldn't sort of untangle the mess so yeah. they eventually i yeah, just had to cancel all the results uh yeah. which was <laughs> frustrating bad, as you yeah. can imagine yeah. yeah
0: so yeah so a good group of the riders actually just did a shorter course basically
1: yeah exactly <laughs> we we looked at it on so we we kind of tried to tried to um you know untangle it all on Strava and Mm. look at where and we we found we found where they went wrong and we essentially did a big climb and a big descent kind of loop whereas they just sort of cut the course um so that was that was that (laughs) (laughs) That
0: (laughs) all right well what about since then
1: yeah so uh I I went to Norway after that for Mm. a sort of three-day stage race which um didn't go Completely to plan. I had a few crashes and a few issues mm. that just meant that I um I finished about midfield in that race. So there's about uh, about fifty or fifty or sixty riders. Nothing. I, I finished twenty fourth. Um, so with it being a, it was a very high, highly ranked race. There was a lot of world cup and mm. uh, national champions there and stuff. So mm-hmm. I still managed to get some UCI points and all that kind of thing that I mm-hmm. went for, just not as many as I wanted to do. Mm. Um, but again, Norway's a really nice country. and It was nice to kind of go back there. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the,
0: there. so the, it was just a few mistakes and and crashes and stuff. Was that the main uh, thing there? Did you learn anything else from that race or? Yeah. What do
1: you think? I think it was bad. Yeah, it was bad luck. Um, and obviously like uh, some handling issues on, on my behalf. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I went there, I went to the same race, um, last year and I thought I'll, I'll go away and try and cause it's not the most hilly course. And that's the kind of, uh, track that suits me with mm. sort of hills and stuff. And it starts off with a very short sort of five minute time trial, which just suits very big guys that can put out a lot of power. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd, it just confirmed that it didn't really suit my strengths, um, but like I say, I, I kind of got what I went for, just not quite as many points and uh, not quite the result I wanted, but yeah. um, that's okay. how it goes sometimes. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, just wondering if there was any kind of big learnings around that, but yeah. Sometimes yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. And just work on the technical skills is always the thing that I uh, come away from a race thinking, yeah, I need to do more of that. And uh, (laughs) so (laughs) I'll get my acting gear on at some stage.
0: Yeah, it must be quite easy just to think you're almost wasting your time with yeah just practicing those technical skills because i'd imagine and well correct me if i'm wrong but i'd imagine the endurance is more it's more easy and obvious to work on and to improve i guess whereas you know you're improving your technical skills it's harder to measure so is it
1: yeah that's exactly right that's i'm I'm sort of a numbers guy and i quite like to um come back from a road ride or a mountain bike ride and look at all the numbers and know that i've done this block at this interval and this block and and it's, it's hard to quantify your improvement with, with technical skills and you yeah. don't quite know if you're doing it right or, um, so yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly why I struggle with it. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh,
1: yeah, just the, just the other Romania race basically mm, that yeah. I came back from, uh, on Monday and, uh, that was, uh, another sort of. Bad weather um, race as it turned out the week before it was glorious weather and the week after and you know, even the day after the race was glorious weather just happened to to pee it down on that day. Um, And again, the, the mud is just like clay. It's like riding on ice. So it was a bit of a comedy kind of race where he ran sort of 75% of the lap and yeah. we're just slipping and sliding all over the place. Um, I got seventh, seventh there with a, with a fairly big crash, which, uh, took me a while to recover from. Yeah. Um, but again, it was, uh, not exactly the result I wanted, but still some points and, um, still uh still good to see another part of the country basically yeah
0: absolutely yeah that's great cool no, that's good to hear it's interesting to hear uh, the progress yeah um okay excellent just out of interest then what you're you're talking about your uci points and stuff how are you doing yeah. this season then compared to what you want to but where you want to be right now
1: yeah i mean uh i i'm i'm probably where i want to be I'm, i think i'm uh i think i've got uh 90 95 ish 95 ish uci points mm-hmm. which puts me in about i think world rank 300 or something like mm-hmm. that so um with a few if i have a decent national championships which is the main kind of the next main race for me um and a few other good races then hopefully that might go into sort of 200s and then um they're on a rolling system so um you, the they're on a one year sort of cycle so um the results that i kind of got um last week this time mm. next year will be kind of removed and and that kind of thing so it's mm. it's good to uh try and get UCI points all throughout the season so you've got some sort of to um to to rely on next next year you know, because yeah. it affects where you start on the grid and uh and right, some of the yeah. races you can enter and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you could do amazingly well in the first half of the year and not do anything the second half. And then actually exactly. next year, that means later in the year you've got nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You see some, see some, even some of the big top guys that get a big injury and, you know, they're out for six months. And then yeah. next season they're kind of starting at the back of the grid when yeah. really this should be sort of front, front row at, say, yeah. a World Cup or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, tr- trying to just get those throughout the year is uh, is important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay. So uh, let's go on to our listener question then. So we talked before, we're going to try and do more listener questions over the next few episodes. Just try and answer some of the stuff that's coming in. So we're getting loads of really interesting ones in from from you guys out there. So, uh, well, first of all, give us more, send us more questions. I always (laughs) like to see uh, more coming in. So if you send them in, you can send them to Colin at mountainbikesapart.com. Just fire in your question that way. Uh, If you you know how. It'd be great to get some audio questions. So if you can record an audio question, that'd be great. All you need to do is pull out your mobile phone really. Any smartphones, got a voice recording app, pull it out, press the record button and then uh, you've generally got a wee share icon in there as well. So you can share it to your email and you can email it to the colin at Uh, email address otherwise you can do quick ones on twitter so that's probably the easiest way to get us on social i am uh, the podcast host on twitter and tom is
1: Uh, by tom bell b-y-t-o-m-b-l-l
0: excellent so you can get us that way for the quick questions email in for the longer questions and we'll answer them over the next few shows Uh, this time around we've got one in from john stag so this is what john says I live in Hobart, Tasmania, opposite end of the earth to you guys. I love listening to your podcast, especially listening to trends in other parts of the mountain biking world. It's easy for me to think what happens here is how it happens everywhere, but I'm sure it's not. One trend I'm seeing here is that fewer and fewer people are riding cross-country and races are getting fewer entrants. Our biggest race, Wildside, was almost impossible to get an entry in 10 years ago, but the last two races didn't fill up and now it's stopped altogether. But there are more and more mountain bike riders out on the trails. So my question is, why aren't they racing cross-country anymore? And what sort of riding are they doing? Is this trend similar in your region? So this leads on, Tom, from our, uh, well, that was a question from John, first of all. Thanks very much for that, John. Really good to get that question in. Really interesting topic too. Um, so yeah, Tom, this leads on from what we're talking about, basically, you're, you're talking yeah. about racing. What, first of all, I've, I've not done a whole lot of races this year so far. Certainly last year, uh, the races here were pretty full. Um, what, what are you seeing? Are the cross-country races getting as much attention in Scotland and England as, uh, as they used to?
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it depends sort of where you are. I think on the in Europe, you know, in the big, in the countries like France and Germany and um and Switzerland especially that it's a, it's a big it's a big sport. And I think in certain areas it's growing and in in other areas it's it's in it's in a bit of decline. Um as John mentioned there, um and I think there's different formats now. You know, there's di- there's different um different disciplines that are coming um, coming into fruition that weren't um, weren't around sort of ten years ago. Yeah. Um, so in, enduro is probably the um, the one that's that I, I can think of yeah. straight off the top of yeah. my head, um, which kind of obviously combines a bit of the downhill element with a, a more endurance cross country element. So yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, I know a lot of cross country races that maybe. Um, a more gravity orientated, or or more looking at the f- fun side of things rather than um, rather than pure performance, have moved to kind of enduro or or doing some uh, some some more long distance um, mountain bike racing rather yeah. than pure cross country. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think in some ways it's it's slightly in in decline, but um, in others, you know, when you look at the World Cup and you look at how many people go to watch some of the World Cup events and that kind mm. of thing, then. Then it looks fairly healthy from that standpoint. So yeah,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. Enduro is the one that popped into my head as well. The fact that mm. um, that was the the main races I did last year were enduro races. I uh, there's one in Perth, for example, which is a really good mm. one. It's um, the Fair City Enduro, and there was hundreds of people at that. It was absolutely yeah. mobbed. Um, and the other one, there was even one up in Forfar as well. The Funduro they run up in Forfar, which. I uh, is a tiny wee town, uh, a bit north of Dundee. I uh, the trails there are good, but they're not like they're not great. They're not waymarked and like that. It's all just mm. kind of little a uh, network of trails that people have built out on this hill, um, pretty homemade. But actually, the race was great. It turned out when you linked them all together, it was a great made a great environment for an enduro. And there was hundreds of people of that as well. Um, and I think yeah, I wonder if people are just in the old like maybe 10 years ago like john's saying 10 years ago the cross country race wild side took off or it was doing really well because like you say there's not much competition cross country racing was kind of the only racing even yeah well i mean downhill was already big by that point wasn't it but maybe not as high profile as it is now and certainly enduros i don't think where were they Mm. so maybe it's just they've got more competition it's spread out yeah
1: yeah Um, i would think so
0: do you think, do you think it's easier these days to get into, um, the, the gravity based ones? So like, uh, is it easier now to get into downhill? Whereas 10 years ago it was seen as a bit of a crazy, uh, mentalist sport as opposed to something that just about anybody can do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Enduro probably, um, offers that sort of bridge into, um, into pure downhill if people want to, to go for that. Um, yeah, cause you've got, yeah. you know, slightly, slightly tamer courses and, um, yeah. You, you've got probably a more so sort of all-purpose it. bike that can um that can deal with that with that kind of racing so yeah. um yeah i mean when you stand trackside at a world cup downhill i think you still sort of think people are a bit nuts <laughs> and uh yeah uh, that's pretty crazy uh, yeah. but um but yeah i, I would imagine i think there's um downhill probably in terms of i mean yeah, I think downhill is quite, again, it's quite popular in the racing side of things as well as just going to trail centers and yeah. sort of sessioning a hill and that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas um, cross-country racing, if, if you do, you know, you do a cross-country ride, that's kind of just a trail ride. Whether you do that on a 100 mil cross-country bike or a 150 mil more sort of trail enduro bike, it's it's almost one in the same. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really
0: sure, to be honest. But um, I wonder but, if I wonder if. There's partly a move because um, trail centres are becoming much more prevalent. So there's there's yeah. more and more trail centres popping up. There's more and more really well served um, trails that people get into and and really enjoy the the downhill. Part of it not, yeah. not like full on downhill As in downhill racing But just kind of The enjoyable Single track descents Like with a bit of Jumps and drops And berms And stuff like that And, and maybe they just Don't get quite so much Into the, uh, the This is maybe not true At all But the, the health And fit, you know The the exercise Or the endurance Side of things Like maybe when people Were having to do More cross country On just walking trails And stuff like that It was yeah. more about um, The fitness side of things Like getting fast Um all the time and and that's what leads them into cross-country racing whereas people are going to trail centers and just enjoying the kind of fun day out the session and sections and stuff like that and therefore they're not really getting into going fast and getting fit and therefore don't enter races i'm not sure yeah i
1: I think so i mean that would kind of go along with the um the growth in e-bikes as well that you know people um people like to to go out and hills are a sort of necessary um part a (laughs) a ride like that yeah but um uh, you know cross-country Racing, You know, if you want to go there and kind of do okay, you've got to put in some kind of training and actually have to, uh, to kind of hurt yourself a little bit, you know, on the, on the climbs and stuff. And I think a lot of people, like you say, just enjoy the, the sort of day out at a trail center, the the ride itself, but don't particularly want to, um, Aren't particularly that interested in in increasing their their fitness uh, in a structured way. Yeah. Um, with the uphills, they just you know like the downhills and like the trail as a whole, um, and probably either take it easy on the climbs and um, yeah. or don't sort of uh, think about those too much. And or, you know, and the e-bikes help them. You know, ride for longer and that kind of thing so yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think you've got a particular breed of people that, that do cross country racing on a regular basis and then um, you've got all those other people that ride mountain bikes but aren't necessarily interested in racing mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if we're losing people to any other sports like is there anything else that's taken off that might steal people from mountain biking just now
1: it's a good question
0: um, I, can't, cool. I can't imagine that it, I mean road biking is the sort of obvious It's close alternative. But I don't I mean, I think road biking's always been a like one of the biggest sports in the world, isn't it? It's not like it's kind of become or has it become more popular? There has, you know, the whole, uh, what is it, mammal thing, middle-aged men in Lycra. <laughs> yeah. um, so I wonder, I'm not sure whether that has got more prevalent over the last 10 years or whether it's just that I've got closer and closer to middle age, <laughs> so, I, so I notice it more. Well, um, I think I think, it,
1: yeah. I think it might have done, actually. I think it might have got more popular just because we've had things like the Grand Depart, the Tour de France, and um, all the sort of success in the last um five or six years of team sky yeah. and bradley wiggins and, and that kind of thing i think yeah that's brought a lot of people that weren't interested in cycling kind of at all into mm-hmm. cycling mm-hmm. um but i would think that that mountain bike is uh i think that sport that the sport in general as in just people going to trail centers and riding around i think is growing uh a lot yeah, and yeah. um well john so, said that
0: too didn't he? he says there's more people out in the trails yeah, yeah
1: exactly exactly so um I think I, I can't. I can't think of a, another sport um, other than, like you say, maybe some other form of cycling that would would be stealing those people away. Really, yeah. so
0: so it's just about making them more competitive, get them to enter the events.
1: And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <and laughs>
0: Oh, well, that no, was a good question, John. I hope that we didn't exactly answer it closely, but certainly um, got an idea of uh, whether the trends are similar uh, here. So I hope that uh, answered the question. Feel free to send in a follow up if you want to. i um, love to hear your um, any further, further opinions on that. Um, so send that in Anyone else as well If you're out there listening You want to have a question of your own You want us to answer Or talk through Just a topic even We can have a discussion about um, Send it in to Colin at Mountainbikesapart.com Or tweet me at The podcast host Or tweet Tom At by Tom Bell Otherwise you can find The show notes and everything At Mountainbikesapart.com Forward slash 308 Because this is Episode 8 In Season 3 and uh, yeah i think that'll tie us up for the week then thanks again for uh, popping on again tom
1: ah oh, no problem colin it's always always good to chat through uh, mountain bikey things indeed
0: and we'll talk to you next time